Trek sucks. Dent Star Trek. Dent Star Trek sucks. But da 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 da. Have you been working on that all day? No, it just came to me. Yeah. It's kind of a ripoff of the 30 Rock theme. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Especially at the end there. That's how we're starting it. That's time. how we're starting it. This is Star Trek sucks. I'm Leo. I like Star Trek. I'm Jack, and I don't. And that's the that's the whole show. That's the that's, that's the premise. That's the premise. <laughs> it's really succinct. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, see you next week when we say that again. <laughs> uh, viewers, uh, Jack is very hungover today. I'm actually fine. I took a nap this afternoon, which um, is. Uh, I don't ever take naps. So Jack was hungover earlier. Things were really better dire. now. Uh, and I am, as my father likes to describe it, high on pot. <laughs> That's what my dad calls it. Uh, we're just we're not we're not doing that sobriety triage nonsense anymore. I see. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to pretend for legal pers- purposes that uh, I got high on pot in a place where it's legal to do that. Yeah, we are recording from mm, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say, I, well, I, I mean, you could. there's no internal possession law in Idaho, so I could have just gone and bought something and eaten it yeah. in Oregon, and then, you know, it just... Which is what happened. Which is what happened, is what I mean. Yeah. Not could have, but did. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's... <laughs> Let's. Uh, I don't think either of us are going to have anything for this, but nah. as, is, as is tradition, we'll start with the flashback. Uh, I, Jack, do you remember what the last episode was? Nope. Sure not not at all. I'm really I'm I'm really trying there were to. Were Ferengi in it? Were there? I th- think. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, there were. Hang we on, we're doing a new segment now where I just try to remember <laughs> what happened. <last laughs> this is. I feel like that's better than <laughs> the thing where you try to predict what this week is going to be about. <laughs> right. Uh, either way, I'm not going to have much of a shot at. It. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. <laughs> um yeah you're right there were ferengi they they brain they had like a mind control orb oh yeah 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 yeah. it was um uh it was the picard maneuver one no, yeah. okay yeah mike was here i remember yeah mike was wandering <laughs> refused around. to get a mic but still wanted to be involved yeah, yeah that didn't work out well i bet that very was very annoying i haven't edited last episode <laughs> yet so i don't even know how badly that uh yeah. came across I remember I started rambling at one point. I don't remember what I was saying, so I'm like kind of looking forward to slash dreading hearing whatever the fuck it was yeah. that I got rambling about. Usually you're so tight. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm known for that. What people say about you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that that's and not interrupting other last. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Concision. One of one of your many good qualities. <laughs> <laughs> Word economy and non-tinter- non-interruptioning. Um, sure. We need to do the uh, Jack's Jack's favorites, right? Um, currently, the list stands uh, at Jack's least favorite episode so far, Farpoint Station, uh, followed by Honor Code, The Last Outpost, where no one has gone before, Lonely Among Us, uh, The Naked Now, and currently Jack's reigning favorite episode of this show, is, uh, Justice. Justice. Except that we're wait no we're, we're missing last we week's episode. Whatever. I'll put the one, one from last week at number three. Number three. Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up after the or while we're watching or whatever, and I'll add it to the list. Okay, and this week's episode. Do you remember what its title is? No. It's hide and cue. What do you want to guess? It's about. That's not even a pun. <laughs> no. That <laughs> sucks. No. Hide and cue. That. Mm. And here's the thing: I would be more forgiving if it like they had made several Q puns already, and they were like running out of like right. legit ones. This is the first one they. This is the tried first to one. Do. Just out just, of the uh, yeah, just just stepping on your own fucking dick as soon as you <laughs> just, get out of bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They haven't used like who are Q right. uh, or Q R U. Yeah, they could use, yeah. do either of those. Um, yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. From the Earth cue the moon. Sure. <laughs> I should stop, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. I don't remember any further detail about this episode. Uh okay. and I don't think we have I mean, anything it's, in. Gonna, it's gonna be Q. Yeah. It's gonna be Q and sucks. it's gonna be impish and eventually uh decide that Picard is right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. 
Uh, okay, we'll be back. Well, no, hang on. We're oh not, wait, oh sorry. With our up top segments. Yet. What? What? what I'm we? supposed to recommend something. Oh shit, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So this is watch this instead or consume this instead. Um, so this week I'm going to recommend the comic strip Akewood. Akewood. Yeah, it's from like ten years ago. It's oh. all on the internet. Um, very like kind of strangely drawn pen and ink like animals mm-hmm. that get into situations uh very dry you know it's very funny okay it's very good um everybody should check it out yeah i don't think i've seen that yeah. although speaking of uh pen and ink animals another thing that i was going to mention um is that i made a, an accidentally racist panda bear cartoon yeah uh, this week yeah so viewers i like to um make uh homemade christmas cards uh for everybody and they're not usually not very christmas themed it's just cartoons of whatever the hell i want to draw and then i give them to my family with nice little notes on them um and yeah i was trying to draw a picture of this panda bear from a cartoon book that i've got mm-hmm. and uh ended up making him look like a real racist Asian it looked stereotype. like a villain from like a world war ii or superman comic <laughs> yeah 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 not good yeah not it was good. bad okay um, that's been Racist corner. <laughs> that's been. <laughs> that's been. Why did you admit that you didn't have to tell yeah, no, anybody? No one needed to know. You could have just burnt it and never and lived with that by yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably going to be a one-time segment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will not be participating in that segment <laughs> going forward. <laughs> you just get up and leave. <laughs> uh you knitted Um, you knitted a hat oh yeah i did i uh i learned to knit in the round and i made one test hat that uh, i was incorrect about so now it's a large yarmulke um and then i have another hat that i'm finishing right now that actually was going to be a pillow cover but it didn't come out i'm actually going to give it to somebody and it didn't come out as good as i wanted it to so i'm going to start over but i didn't want to waste all that so now i'm going to make a very over large and ugly hat out of this thing uh, and it should be done by the end of this episode i think yeah, so that won't be a waste at all because everybody loves a giant dumb looking hat well i mean i'm gonna suffer the giant dumb looking hat myself that's my that is my hair shirt um <laughs> <laughs> as punishment for your racist <laughs> no just as punishment for not being that good at making pillow covers yeah That'll, I have this, that'll show you. <laughs> I have this weird, odd-shaped pillow yeah. that um, me that is of no value to me whatsoever. That isn't my that like it ended up in my suitcase after a vacation with friends. Mm-hmm. It has, and I've had it for more than a year. He clearly does not care about it. I've told mm-hmm. him I have it. It's not a. Pr- I mean, look at it. It's the ugliest. Yeah, it's useless. It's <laughs> god awful. But I can't throw it away because there's something wrong with my brain. Yeah. So I'm trying to knit a nice, pretty cover over it and then use it (laughs) because I have mental problems. Yeah, that's that's terrifying (laughs) (laughs) and sad. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's fucking with my sleep. You're not that old yet. It's not. (laughs) This is this isn't going to get better. (laughs) I mean, it's happened in the winter before. Yeah. And it's usually that's that's pretty much it. It's just like the lack of light, the you know the cold and everything. Uh, and it started off with the big blankets because sure. that was nice. Those to, are nice know. though. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just trying to learn different techniques just to be better at knitting in general. And now I'm gonna have this god awful hat. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to wear it to justify <laughs> having made it. Uh, spring's coming soon, buddy. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> okay, listeners. All right. uh, we're gonna watch. You watch the stupid. Watch Q show. be a. Watch Q be a little rascal. Hide in Q, everybody. Woo! And we're back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you are fired. Up. Oh yeah. <laughs> We have got some. We've content. got content coming for you. Content on the page. Uh, you go first. I gotta try to find my first page. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, there we go. Okay. I mean, I guess my first note is that they're going to a 
uh, there's a there's been a site of a methane gas explosion. <laughs> so my first note is the word fart. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a consensus on that. I also so they they're they're, they're flying in space and the giant Q net comes up in front of them again, just like it did at Farpoint Station. I <laughs> had this. Like the, just the way it's just the way that it's reng- rendered that special effect, yeah. but it looks like there's kind of that spotlight effect. So it's like Q is putting up his own marquee. Yeah, like t- <laughs> tonight, <laughs> eight p.m. Q, <laughs> just fucking up your existence. Yeah, changing costumes, upwards of dozens of times. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I came. Up, I had a theory about the reason this character exists is because the. Uh, wardrobe department doesn't really have that much shit to do on this show (laughs) (laughs) or they just like they bought a wardrobe from yeah something else and they just had all of these yeah there's got to be some kind of reason like and the head of wardrobe and the head of the writing department were fucking yeah so it was like a uh yeah yeah tit for tat thing (laughs) um and so when q shows up this made me laugh um first he's like a a ball with three snakes coming out of it, but it's clearly Q's voice. Um, yeah, no one is, no one is wondering what's happening. Nope, not at, at all. all. But then, <laughs> nor it, should they. It switches to being the, and I forget this, the actor's name who plays Q, but it switches from the ball of snakes to Q, and then there's like, da da, <laughs> the string music that's yeah. like. Man, the sound designer really missed the mark on how surprising that was going to be. Yeah. If you were surprised by that, you yeah. should not be allowed to go outside without a leash. Yeah. That was uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then the next, so after that, those, this is the other thing, after they get back, after we get back from um, the intro, and Q is just being a fucking internet troll, basically. Yeah. He's just being a complete pedant. Uh, he's like, well, wh- why are you mad at me, Captain? <laughs> yeah. And Picard fully takes ship. the bait. <laughs> yeah. Fully takes the bait. Yep. Rather than being like, you fucking know why. You were there. I yeah. was there. What I'm you- not going to explain it. Yeah. No, you know what you did. Yeah, I'm not off. explaining why I hate you for the every minute of the only time that we've ever I'm not, been around each other i'm not going to recap this as though there's somebody watching that may not remember yeah <laughs> which clearly is what <laughs> yep that's clearly what that actually <laughs> what function that actually serves yeah so um oh and then oh wait what, did you have something cue, that? Uh, cue roast the shit out of wharf just absolutely oh yeah savages. he's so mean <laughs> he calls him a macro head with a micro brain. i know and <laughs> that's so mean it's also not funny at all no it's not <laughs> and also klingons like in the pantheon of uh of star trek uh, alien races their head size is average that is not what the word pantheon means yeah, Pantheon, uh, all of the head gods. All right, we're going to move <laughs> on from this. <laughs> it's a head pantheon. It's a pan head on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Klingon's heads are not abnormally large, and their brains are not abnormally small. It's not true. It's slanderous. It's fake news. No, and I right. think Q is better than that. I don't think he's better than he's that. He's definitely not. He sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Um, yeah, so and the, the next thing that occurred to me is, like, he has to be just the dumbest one of the queue. Yeah. That, because this is his entertainment. Yeah. Like, this is what he wants to do with his omnis- omnipotence and right, omniscience. You're being the transcend space and time, and this is what you come up with. And you're like, I'm going to pick this one random species this one vessel yeah of this one random i'm gonna you know, fuck with the well five people yeah the whole goddamn Every universe few weeks yeah yeah so fucking stupid yeah um and uh yeah so he's fucking dumb oh and this is the next thing that i wrote down <laughs> it was <laughs> i think i had a uh a chichin chong <laughs> mo- moment so everybody gets beamed off the ship except for picard 
and then Picard is still on the bridge, and then he tries to leave. He tries to go into his ready yeah. room, and the door doesn't open. And then he tries to go to the turbo lift, and the doors don't open. Yeah. And I had like uh, uh, Tommy Chong's voice suddenly in the back of my head, like, "Hey, man, maybe maybe they aren't the ones who disappeared, man. Maybe you <laughs> disappeared, man." My thought when that was happening is, what if he has to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I actually thought about that, too. <laughs> like, when Q comes back and there's kind of jib-jabbing back and forth, I really wanted Picard to just be like, so also, uh, can you open just the bathroom door just at least, bathroom, please? please? That's just that one? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, so they came <laughs> to the fucking planet. I think, I think we The lemonade? Were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why were you thinking about that right then? What? What? He's been... He's been beamed down to an alien planet where Q is now dressed as a French Napoleonic field marshal. And an alien who, like, they now know well enough to be angry and annoyed with rather than just terrified. Like, it was the first time that they had ever encountered this and they'd all be just be shitting their pants. But no, they fucking know this dude. They know he's a fucking douchebag. And he is now in a goddamn Napoleon costume under a tent. So, yeah, I mean, every character in there should just be fucking furious. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> instead, Riker sits down to have a to have a, a, have a little ch- with have him a a, a a summit, and uh, he he takes a sip, and then he says, "Yeah, oh, that's lovely." I was just thinking about lemonade. Why were you thinking about lemonade? Why? This is like <laughs> it's like in that one episode where Worf was just thinking about his dog <laughs> for <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it was that thing where you're just trying to uh, like make awkwardly make conversation, um, and so like it wasn't actually like what he's saying isn't true that he wasn't actually just thinking about lemonade, but he thought about lemonade like five days ago. Right. It's the last time he's thought about a beverage. <laughs> <laughs> just like lemonade. Oh yeah, I thought about lemonade five days ago, and that's gonna get this conversation moving. Like it's you know you're at a maybe it's just sure. because it's the holidays. You're like at a at a Christmas party with people that you barely know. Sure, you gotta get you yeah, like, gotta get them yeah. Going. Oh, yeah. speaking of lemonade, this is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not the time to be thinking about lemonade. No, not in, at all. In my opinion. Yeah, but they have this fucking like bonding moment over the goddamn lemonade. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> that's the next thing that I wrote down. It's like uh, he's he, he's baiting them. He's like, "Do you guys want to play a game?" And Worf is like, "Any game that's fair will kick your ass at." And he was like, oh no, it's not going to be fair. In fact, it's going to be totally unfair. And then Tom's just like, I now you've gone too far. It's like, <laughs> yes, now. Yeah. Before this was all acceptable. That was the line. But- <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're going to use, you're going to use your magic powers to vanish us off our ship and make, make us fight aliens. But it's not going to be fair. <laughs> Situation is unacceptable. And also, uh, also now I'm going to do something. Uh, God damn. Oh, uh, yeah. That the show was is so fucking so, stupid. So great. Um, also, so Tasha, uh, like, and all she gets vanished away for, like, moving a half step threateningly toward him, too. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "That's you're, you've gone too far," and like literally just takes a step towards him and gets vanished away into the penalty box. Well, she's just back on the ship. Except I think she can't move. Yeah. It seems like she can't move. Yeah, but she's back on the ship. But uh, but I, it also seems like it made her a much worse actress for. A oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also, she refer- refers to it as Q's penalty box, which that's that has to be a gay sports bar, right? Uh, one would hope like yeah. that's that yeah. has to be a gay sports bar name yeah uh, <laughs> um and that what did you have after that uh the uh the french soldiers are like these like pig yeah things. yeah yeah. except they could easily be any of the other aliens that's that true they just look like so and but everybody's like they're so grotesque yeah they're, they're these animal, a- animal-like animal monsters, and it's like, no, they kind of just, no. Yeah, they... No, 
at least three of the species that we have met on the show so far look exactly I'm, like I'm that. I'm going to go ahead and say they comport themselves with more dignity than the Ferengi. Absolutely. That is absolutely <laughs> true. Like, especially in the first, the, the, yeah. That was less offensive than yeah. the Ferengi yeah. in the first episode but, that the uh, Ferengi appeared in. Yeah, like, they eventually get back on the the bridge and the, before just, like, they're these, like, animal they're, they're like yeah. animals and, or it, well, whatever and I really wanted someone to be like they're called French people <laughs> <laughs> um, and they oh, have a rich <laughs> I don't rich I, and long cultural history I've lost track of where these things happen uh, in the plot matter. line but there so there's one point first of all when Tasha and the captain are alone uh, on the bridge because she's in Q's penalty box yeah uh, and she's like bowed it bowed it She's like, yeah, she yeah. suddenly wants to fuck the captain, yeah. which has never been she, never even sort of established. And before. it also kind of problematically now starts to turn into a pattern with her. Really? Like, I mean, she was she fucked Data. Oh, uh, yeah. She You're definitely fucked one of the people on the Justice episode yeah, she got planet. Blown she, out yeah, planet. She yeah. got fucking laid as shit down that yeah. planet. Uh, but now she's going after the captain. And I don't even want to say like the details, but if you're not already familiar, viewers, with her backstory, it's not great. Oh right, yeah, good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and you put those two things together, like that's her backstory, and like every time she gets the opportunity, she wants to fuck. You're not creating a very woke character here. All right. Well. Yeah, and also that moment exists purely so that Q can show up and be like fraternizing with your inferiors or your that subordinates. Is, that's that's exactly what he sounds that like. That is, yeah, that's that's my <laughs> spot. <laughs> you guys want unlimited power? <laughs> um, and then Picard and Q at some point have like a Shakespeare rap battle, basically. Yeah, Q, it's really, Q's, really sucks. <laughs> Q's in, He's in in Picard's ready room reading the Shakespeare, you know, the, the Shakespeare's top ten or whatever, uh, and you know he like throws one quote at him, and Picard's like, "Yeah, but all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They strut their hour upon the stage." And no, Q hurt. says that one. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Picard does the like how. Oh, how noble is man? How yeah. perfect in yeah. resource and aspiration? How whatever. Uh, yeah, the vicious animal things. Wesley basically just exists in this episode to remind you that he exists and then die. Yeah, he gets bayoneted, which is my favorite thing that he's done. So yeah, far. It's yeah, it's his best work. Bayoneted by a pig. Yeah. <laughs> pig man. Um, and also, uh, so Q has given Riker Q powers. Yes. Which, again, as far as we know, omnipotence and omniscience. Right, basically, just, like, just you, on, on, like there really is no limit yeah. that's ever defined. It's just kind of like you just kind of wish for stuff. Yeah, like yeah. you can do anything, go anywhere, be anything, do you know? Yeah, uh, and so, yeah, the only thing that makes it uh, even remotely believable that anybody would hesitate for a fucking second when given the opportunity that Riker is given. Yeah is how goddamn insufferable Q is. Yeah, it is like the only, yeah, the only reason you wouldn't take him up on that is because you don't want to fucking hang out with him. Yeah, guy. exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be part of whatever club would have you, yeah, man. That's how, that's how religions <laughs> scare people away. That's true. Like, that's how people go out and they're like, hey, doesn't heaven sound amazing? Heaven's amazing. It's literally the most amazing thing that you can imagine, except it's real and it's amazing all the time. Yeah. And I'm there. And you're like, oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> you had me you had me for the whole first, had me at the beginning there. Yeah. Not as much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's just a fucking asshole. Because otherwise, why would you not? Why would you not? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I get that power corrupts. I, I, but it's, you still should use whatever power you have to try to do something you believe is good. Even, I mean... That uh, that's a and even that's a nobler aspir or yeah a nobler motivation than than even my mind went to because I'm just like at a base level. You can have anything that you want and do like, yeah. 
what do you what do you mean <laughs> maybe <laughs> what do you mean i don't want that yeah N- no, no you do yeah it. you Take do it. Fucking, do it like if you want to live you know you want to know what it's like to live just a normal mortal life then guess what? You have the power to just do you ha- that. Like yeah. you have the power. You have uh, unlimited power. Yeah. You literally have the ability to wipe this from your own mind yeah. and create a uh, a fucking uh, a trust fund for yourself of unlimited power that doesn't activate until the end of your mortal life. Right. Yeah. That took me twelve seconds, and I'm super high. I'm yeah, sure. I'm gonna go ahead and say you being super high has something to do with <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is <laughs> I am not omniscient or omnipotent. And yeah, I thought that is that. what he's saying. <laughs> Ladies. L T F T L I mean L F T T the fuck line forms to anyway. the left, ladies. Uh but I, so I, I, on that note, I have a good job data. Oh, okay. For the week. Oh, good. I um, didn't. Yeah, I didn't get one. We don't have a data doesn't know anything, but we do. Yeah, have, I'm but actually. We do have a wharf doesn't know anything. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Which good? at least we've got one. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the good job? Good job. Uh, he's th- so they're they're down on the planet. It's after it's kind of been established that like, yeah, he has this power, but it's like scary you don't really know what strings are attached you probably shouldn't be trying to use it Mm -hmm. immediately when they're confronted with i mean it's a dead kid i'm not going to say it's like the slightest bit of of adversity but it's like you know the the first adversity that they face data immediately says don't you have the q power Oh my god! I had a good job. good job, Data. I had a good job, Data. And it was that same scene, and I forgot to write it down. I just loved when Data ran up because there, there's been a an ex, a, a cave collapse or something, right? Oh, yeah. And the and Jordy is looking around and with his visor, and he and he sees through the rock or whatever, and he's like, "There's somebody underneath there." Yeah. And Data runs over and starts treating the uh, painted gray styrofoam blocks like they are painted gray styrofoam blocks. <laughs> which, like, yeah, I mean, it's established that he's super strong. Yeah. But you, it's also like you the, can maybe sell that a little bit better. It's the exact thing actors do. Like when you, if you've had anything like that on a stage, uh, you just like that's the first thing you do is be like, oh, so strong. <laughs> ah. uh, that's more of a good job, Brent Spiner, than a good job, Dana. That's true. Um, it is a very good job, though. <laughs> but this scene also ties into something that I'll, that that I'll get back to uh, when we catch up to it. But j- just Jordy using his visor at that point, because Jordy's vi- visor is very useful. Yes, um, I, I feel like I know where you're going. Yeah, now, and uh, and then so yeah, so fucking they dig out a little girl, and uh, and Riker's like, no, I I promise not to do it. Dude, you're gonna just l- do it. Yeah, fucking do it. There's a dead child and right in front of you. Probably her mom is in the room. Yeah, bro. like going. I don't. I'm not not particularly interested in whatever promises you've made, yeah. man. My child's dead. Yeah, does and that- if I'm understanding this from context clues, that yellow robot guy is saying that you can make, bring my child back to life. Please do that. Unless your promise is if you make my child come back to life, two other children die, then okay. Then I'll let you right. have it. But if it's anything other than that. Yeah. Your cat is eating your popcorn. Yeah. Yep. That's that's how I'm living, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so he doesn't do it. Uh, and then he gets all fucking shitty with Picard because, you know, he blames Picard for him not saving that girl. You can still do it. Yeah. Just be like, I thought about it and I didn't. I thought dead kid worse than broken promise. Yeah. And if you don't agree with that, you're kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah, or or it doesn't <laughs> like he could he could even share the decision making with Picard. He can be like, hey, I know we talked about this and I promised you, but there's a dead child. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, it, yeah, and then, like you said, if Picard <laughs> says no at that point, he's a fucking monster. Yeah. But right now, you're shouldering the burden. You're the fucking monster, yeah. Riker. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about all of Q's costumes, and I just think statistically, 
like one in ten of those should be like a total miss. <laughs> like he picked a costume from the wrong planet, yeah. or 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 combine. Yeah, because here's like here's the thing. Like I would recognize somebody. Like the further back in time you go, the the harder it is to like really get era appropriate. To get era appropriate and to like you have. Um, I was just thinking about it, like, if he reached back in time to try and, like, look like a king, and he actually accidentally grabbed the court jester's costume. Right. Yeah, I was more thinking, like, like I could easily re- explain the difference between, like, 50s and 90s fashion. Uh-huh. But I do I have no idea what the difference is between, like, the way people dressed in, like, 900 AD and 1100 AD. And I'm sure it's different. I think that's got maybe, like, a hundred-year-ish span. Yeah. Because I think... We could probably give a, like a couple of ideas at least for every decade of the 20th century. Yeah, but but beyond the 19th that, I'm century, kinda, I'm out, man. the 19th century yeah. all looks like cowboys. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, that's and then the 18th century is a bunch of yeah. The 19th century, waves. everybody in the world dressed like the characters in Deadwood. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then 18th is yeah powdered wigs. Yeah. And the everybody in the entire world, the again. entire world, yes, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the, the the pygmies and uh, yeah, all of we are all, being really problematic. All right? of the I mean, indigenous peoples purpose, who weren't but. who weren't <laughs> discovered yet, all powdered wigs, yeah, powdered wigs all the way down. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It does. It the, yeah. like the window gets wider and wider because then then you go and try to think of like what did people in. 700 AD look like versus what did people in 200 AD looks yeah. look like and I think then it breaks down to like which civil you have to know which civilization you're talking about because yeah. if you say what did people in ancient Rome look like I have one yeah. parrot I have one template Toga, togas well I have two I have togas in the centurion right yeah, yeah. okay yeah uh, which I, which again entire world but how many <laughs> how many years did the Roman Empire endure? 800 something more than 10 yeah, okay yeah, <laughs> more than 10 i don't know. i do remember i mean the point, republic endured the longer than the empire does this have to do with star trek how did we get you're here? stoned <laughs> but <laughs> listen that's only true because it's true uh, um i do so, <laughs> I, I remember at one point learning about uh fashion trends in armor okay like plate mail armor um here, and they keep, did keep this ball keep this ball in the air i'm gonna go get another beer while you're they did yeah yeah me too uh but they did actually change faster than you would think like they would have differences in uh like what was popular in footwear and i remember at one point the well like the new hotness was wearing like very long pointed uh toes on the ends of your uh your plate mail uh armor boots um and uh what else was oh there was um just like different shapes of eye holes like you would think i i always would have thought that it was based on you know efficiency and like use for fighting but no there was a bunch of useless fashion bullshit uh that was integrated into uh plate mail armor flat fashion for a while there interesting yeah what were you reading about that i have no i don't know i I, I want to say I probably learned that in like high school or college. That's where that's living in my brain right now. Right now. Anyway, on this episode of Star Trek, <laughs> <laughs> what is which this? is the thing we do the podcast about? <laughs> oh, is that what? Um, uh, so on the wharf doesn't know anything. Oh yeah yeah. I which I actually like the wharf doesn't know anything's better because he just sort of like when he hears a something he doesn't like it. It's the same shit as data, but he just like. When he hears an aphorism that he doesn't know, he just mutters it under his breath, and then everybody just ignores him. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, Worf doesn't know the term flim-flam man. (laughs) And we know that because Picard calls Q a flim-flam man, which, spot the lie. Yeah. And then Worf goes, (laughs) flim-flam. And Tasha is standing right next to him, and she's just like, I didn't hear hear you say that. Act like you didn't hear him. Act like uh, you didn't hear him. Act like you didn't hear him. <laughs> I'm glad you got that because I did not. Yeah, it's um, it's they're more subtle than the data doesn't know anything, but they're much more rewarding. 
<laughs> so we get back onto the bridge, and uh, Riker is uh, is going to offer everybody their wildest dreams. Yes. Um, and again, maybe one of the funniest scenes in this show so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it, like the only the fact that Q is a flim flam man makes this like makes the, it work that anybody is resistant to this idea at all. Right. Yeah. If it, yeah. Well, I mean, this if Q isn't is serious in his intent to like recruit Riker, this is the worst way to go about it. Yeah, it's really bad. It's almost like like he could have just gone to him and said, "Hey, we'd like to take you on in a for like a trial basis because we think humanity has some interesting yeah. things to offer us." But instead, he had to do it in a way that filled up up, up about forty eight minutes of runtime, <laughs> and and just would not like and would make would, you not trust him. Yes. Yeah, because if he if you just came, yeah, if you just straightforwardly made this offer without all the like French pig like, men <laughs> shooting at you with with space muskets, if you <laughs> if you were an employer and you were trying to recruit <laughs> an employee, and your way, I, this is this is maybe the worst way I could think of doing it. <laughs> your way of recruiting that employee is the same way that college fraternities treat their. F- pledges right. in every fraternity movie like right. they come to an interview and you paddle their asses and make them binge drink and then make them walk around with a cherry in their ass yeah all that shit Th- that's a bad way to get an employee bayonet a 12 year old they know <laughs> <laughs> where did you go to college <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> That cut scene from Animal House. <laughs> they were like, no, this is too dark. Yeah, we can't put this one in there. Uh, yeah, so first of all, the the scene where he decides to give everybody their heart's desire, uh-huh. super fucking problematic because three people on the bridge do not get addressed. One is the captain, which makes sense because he's sort of he's in conflict with them. Yeah. The other two are the two women. Shit, they bro. don't get shit. He doesn't even try to give them anything. Yeah. I didn't know. Bitches, am I, I right? I didn't notice that because I was busy noticing. You're busy uh, basking in your male privilege. That, uh, no, that uh, <laughs> another one of the another one of the gifts is also problematic. It is the gift that he gives Worf. <laughs> the gift of pussy? The gift <laughs> of pussy, which is problematic for two reasons. One... It's using a woman as a gift. Yeah. And two... It's creating two, a person, uh, apparently. You just outed Worf's personal sexual business in front of his entire co-workers. Right. Like, right. if he wanted an Apple Watch, fine. Give that to him in front of everybody else. <laughs> but if he needs to get <laughs> his dick wet, just be like, Worf, I'll get. I'll tell you about yours later. I'll just, we'll do yeah, it. You wanna, this, yeah, you want to, yeah. Just jump in the conference room. Yeah, I'll yours tell isn't you about one yours. we're going to want to. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is, this is going to be a you and me kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then forces Worf to, like. Also, I, also, LaForge kink shames the shit out of Worf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I got also, that too. Also problematic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jordy fucking kink shit. Is, was that sex? Dude, Jordy. Yeah. Fucking. Calm down, man. <laughs> like, be there for your friend right now. Yeah, he's going through something, he man. He just, like, he first of all has not fucked in a long time. And second of all, just had to tell everybody on the whole bridge. How long it's been since he fucked? Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. Be cool. Like, be a pal. <laughs> Speaking of of um, Jordy, though, <clears throat> so Wes, his apparently fondest wish is to be older. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I skipped over that. So, so Riker makes him uh, into into a man. Um, still wearing that sweater, it's by the, the way. Exact same not, sweater. Not the sweater of a man. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like if, as if the producers were like, well, no, we need to keep it because it's a different sh- sh- shirt because the other actor is much bigger than right. than uh, than Wes. And so they're like, no, we need to make the same shirt. We can't have the adult Otherwise, Wesley otherwise everybody's going to be confused. The viewers will not <laughs> understand. this will be the part that is confusing and nonsensical. <laughs> this Otherwise, very coherent and tight episode. <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> Clowny gibberish. Oh, that was great. Um, that was so good. <laughs> uh, but uh, so as soon as 
he makes that transformation, uh, <laughs> Jordy's like, not bad, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. I was like, hey, he looks pretty good. And then Wes, like, or yeah, uh, Jordy gives him the full like up and down. Yeah, like he's just I'm like, like, I didn't know Jordy was by. Oh yeah, and then and, but, and like if that wasn't enough. <laughs> The next wish he grants is he gives Jordy his eyesight. He looks out the window and sees the planet, which, yeah, I could see like that. And then he looks at Tasha and says, you're, you're more beautiful than I even thought. Yeah. Calm down, man. <laughs> They're very close. <laughs> put, a, put it in your pants. And just ship. Just take, take, take five, man. So, <laughs> Stop being horny for everyone. This is a and then kink shaming <laughs> Worf right after that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, so this is what I was thinking of when he took off his visor, um, is that he got a glimpse of what non, uh, bionic vision looks like. Yeah. And he went, wait, really? This is all, this is all you can see. This is all I can see. Yeah. Where's yeah. the, well, I, can't, I can't change the yeah like yeah like the point you were making earlier like he wouldn't give that up yeah. well it is is established one point at one point in that for interminable first episode yeah that the visor gives him headaches oh I didn't, re- didn't even remember that yeah so that would be the, that would be the only reason you would give that up yeah like you have much better vision yeah no I mean it would be <laughs> certainly valuable to get to see with like actual meat eyes one time meat eyes just so you know. <laughs> I really don't like thinking about <laughs> eye meat. <laughs> it's more of an eye goo. <laughs> anyway. I'm, yeah, I'm I, unhappy. <laughs> you've never gotten to see with your meat eyes. Yeah, I'd want yeah, you'd be yeah, curious. It, yeah, but it'd be like, cool to know. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely not better. No. There's no There's way. no way it's better. It's better. As it's evidenced just, by like, the fact in that this episode he's like he can see shit that no one else yeah, can see. Yeah, he uses and his it's robot eyes to several find times. the dead child who Riker chooses <laughs> and he, not and to see. And he save. uses them to see like where Worf is when they're Oh yeah, when yeah. they're fighting in the French like Revolution or whatever the fuck is <laughs> the going on in this episode. French Re- Revolution <laughs> in a desert where the sky is green, which doesn't make yeah. sense light-wise. No, sure doesn't. But uh yeah. Or yeah, like, so LaForge tries to fuck, or at least... He, I don't know if he's trying to... He's he's being thirsty for everyone, Yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden. But yeah, he is <laughs> kind of like, out of left field. He is a little thirsty for adult well, Wes. And Yar. Like, I think it, I think the, the thirsty for adult Wes is kind of an accident of bad writing. Yeah. I don't think they were... I mean, there's I no way they were like... In 1989, they were like, we're going to have a bisexual black man in this space TV show. I agree. (laughs) You are correct. But I also would argue that it's not really problematic for adult Jordy to be thirsty for adult Wesley. No, that's fine. Okay. As long as he stops being thirsty. It's not a problem. Okay. It's it's cringy the way he's doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and also, yeah, it's it it is a problem if when Wesley goes back to being a child. Yeah, if he <laughs> Jordy's yeah. like, I've seen what he's gonna look like in ten years. So yeah. Kinda... <clears throat> okay, no. done with that no. bit. <laughs> but, um, but also, but back to like, they're just they're they're they are explicitly saying that Jordy thinks Tasha is hot. Yeah, which has never been. Like just like Tasha wanting to fuck the captain, it's just like this. This just came out of nowhere. Very sexually open shit, but only on this episode because <laughs> it wasn't like not like none of this shit has been established in any previous episode. Yeah, it's pretty much just Riker and uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously Troy. Riker. Yeah, and Troy, but they're obvious. I mean, they're they're the hottest ones, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it tra- that tracks. Yeah. Um. um so. Ultimately, Q fails to uh, get Riker to join the Q continuum, uh, and then Q gets like t- tortured, trans teleported by the rest of the Q. Oh, I also, sorry. Going back to the uh, Worf getting some, getting uh, offered. Oh some, yeah, yeah. Some some Klingon tail. Yeah. Um, he decides that he doesn't want to do it. And he says, I don't have room in my life for this anymore. That's what she said? 
what else is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like most of the episodes, he doesn't leave the same fucking chair. Yeah, <laughs> like you he's, have time. <laughs> I mean, unless he's just literally working all of the hours he can be awake. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a sign of somebody that really needs to. Yeah, that's grim. I'm not even gonna say get laid. Just do some. Just do in, do anything yeah. else. Yeah, because we haven't established any of his like hobbies or anything like that. We haven't met his son yet or his family. Yeah. Like literally, all we know of this dude at this point yeah. is that he's on the bridge and he likes to shoot first and ask questions later. Yeah. <clears throat> he want he almost shot the TV that time. That's true. He did draw draw down on the TV. <laughs> he drew down on cue at the beginning of this episode when he showed up as the snake ball. Yeah. And he was about to just, like, shoot a hole in the side of the ship. Yeah. I mean, you probably can't shoot a ship open with a phaser, I'm guessing. I don't know that much about phaser technology. We need to... If listeners, if the, viewers, if there are any phaser technologist specialists uh, listening to the show right now, we'd love to know. You're going to get some just <laughs> insufferable... <laughs> you can contact <laughs> us on Twitter. Don't contact <laughs> me. <laughs> ship, ship facts. Real facts about ships in Star Trek sucking. <laughs> or you can tweet at Jack at who is Don't Jack Gunn. That. That's at who is Jack Gunn. W-H-O-I-S-J-A-C-K-G-U-N-N. <laughs> or you can tweet at me, Leo Like Nail. That's my first name, the word like, and then the name that people always think is my first name. Uh, or you can email us at Star okay. Trek Sucks Pod at gmail punto com. That's it. Done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize we were just going to drop all the socials in the middle. Of the I don't know why. It just seemed like the right place. <laughs> You're stoned. <laughs> yep, that's that's probably why. Um, but so, yeah, Q gets uh, sucked up into the Q continuum for punishment for failing, which is satisfying for the viewer that there are some fucking consequences for him being the goddamn worst. Yeah. But it raises so many more questions. Right. Like the other Q people are watching him. Like what? How, how many Q people are there? Why does individualism still exist within a structure yeah. of omnipotence and omniscience? Yeah. Like, wh- I yeah, so many. That uh, Yeah, none the, of that makes the, sense. And you know none of these questions have answers. No, none. Yeah. I mean, um, not in this episode anyway. Yeah. This is what I like to imagine that the uh, like the QAnon people <laughs> 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 like this is somehow tied into that. <laughs> like they literally just believe that somebody <laughs> they believe like, it's this Q that is literally that Q. Yeah, <laughs> who's just whatever thing they don't like. I know they don't it. believe that. I know it's but what they. It's do. fun for me to imagine that it's they do. So much better to think about them believing that than to think about them believing what they actually believe. Yeah. It's way better. Yeah. Um, the only other question I have, why is this episode called Hide and Q? Why? Uh, I mean, I guess because they played, quote unquote, played a game, but the game was just get murdered by <laughs> French soldiers. <laughs> Not a game. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's a game. It's called World War I, I mean, and World War Two. World War One mostly. Uh, yeah, and also a lot of African history. Oh yeah, that's a lot of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Um, please, yeah, is... please say something else so we don't end on genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that not? In this comedy podcast, we always like to end with <laughs> colonial genocide. You know what won't give you colonial genocide is the following sponsors. <laughs> you didn't want to be behind the best dress and pivot. <laughs> I, didn't I try not to recommend other podcasts on our podcast because it seems defeating. It's a little too bad. That meta. show is really good. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna uh, the next episodes or next week's episode is uh, Haven, which I'm assuming you don't. That doesn't no. bring any particular plot line to your mind. Uh, I will give you one point that ha- that. Uh, that centers this on this episode is that we get to get to meet Troy's mom, okay, who is a recurring character and she's fucking amazing. And I just watched. Uh, so listeners, viewers, I've been watching Deep Space Nine like 
Yeah, this isn't enough Star Trek. Like, for real. Just this show's not enough. I've been I've been di- diving into Deep Space Nine. I've been it. doing cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also watched season four of The Expanse. Eh, uh, yeah. I think just yeah, like, I read know. read yeah. the books. Read the books. I'm, the show is totally fine. <clears throat> yeah, I'm seven uh, books in. It's still great. Yeah, so. um, I'm almost done with the books. Yeah, I'm like halfway through the first book. Um, but anyway, yeah, next week we get to meet uh, Troy's mom. Which yeah. is gonna be great. She, because she's half, she's full. She's, she's half she, human. No, Troy is half human. Troy's half, half human, half Greek, Betazoid. space Greek. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry no, to our Greek listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we only have Canadian <laughs> listeners at this point, so. What if it's a Greek expat in Canada? <laughs> oh, we're s- sorry. We're sorry. Anyway. I mean, I'm sorry. You didn't really do anything. <laughs> I mean, I didn't edit it out, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah, okay. So her mom's human or, or mm. space Greek? Oh, her mom's Greek. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's great. I'm super excited. <laughs> anyway, I just watched an episode of Deep Space Nine with her on it, and she like gets this romance going with the shapeshifter from Deep Space Nine, which is cool because he's like this very androgynous character that yeah. uh, he's like he's the data of Deep Space Nine. Gotcha. He's the you know outside of the human realm. Uh, but yeah, she like gets all impressed with him uh, because he solves the mystery of her stolen brooch. Uh, anyway, that's a <laughs> okay. different Star Trek <laughs> series that we're not talking about. <laughs> hey, I, I can't decide if this is the best or worst episode we've done. Hey, hey, do you mind if I talk about another Star Trek show on I this d- podcast about a Star Trek show? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> what is this voice? What are you doing? <laughs> My name's Charlie. I'm the name over here. And I, just, I, heard, I heard that y'all was, was watching that Star Trek Next Generation. That's a good show, but I've been watching this Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and that's real good as well. And uh, uh, and so I was just wondering if I could talk to talk to y'all about some Deep Space Nine while y'all on the while y'all on the 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 Next Generation. All right, that's our new character. Is that? <laughs> Charlie, who's from both Louisiana and <laughs> Philadelphia, <laughs> and really wants to talk about Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Let's see if he comes back next week. Uh, good to see you, Charlie. Thanks for, <laughs> Thanks for popping in, man. <laughs> I do not know where the f- <laughs> fuck that character came from. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a mix of. <clears throat> this is what we meant when we said we had some content coming your way. That was a mix of a, a bad impression of when Charlie Kelly from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia does a Texan accent. Okay. And something else. <laughs> there was something else there, but I can't quite grab it. It's at the edges of my my brains. Anyway, that's probably enough content. Where have we been going? Almost 45 minutes yeah, is for this segment. So that's probably, probably enough. Hang it up. We got about 10 <laughs> minutes in the intro. Um, yeah, well, uh, join us next time, listeners. We get to uh, meet Counselor Troy's mom. Bye. Goodbye.